Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mind Matters podcast. I am your podcast host, Natalie Bali. You may know me on Instagram as NatBFit. I'm so excited to be sitting down and finally doing this. Starting a podcast is something I've talked about for a few years now, and between college and living on my own, struggling with some pretty severe depression, and then moving across the country to live with my boyfriend for the first time, It's been quite a wild journey, but I feel like I'm finally in a good place to commit to doing something like this. It's not that I didn't want to do it before, it was just that I felt I didn't have the time or dedication to give to a project like this that really does mean a lot to me and something that I want to grow and challenge myself with over this next year and beyond. So I'm so excited to have you here listening to me chat with you through your headphones, through your speaker, through your TV, wherever and however you're listening to me. Thank you so much for joining me. It really does mean the world to me. Even if just one person is tuning into this podcast and learning something about themselves or some new mental wellness technique that they can use to improve their life, that's all that matters to me. I'm really grateful to have this platform and this audience and I can't wait to see how this little project of mine grows and I'm just so happy and grateful to have you along for the ride. So a little bit about me if you don't know or if you need a refresher, if you're a new follower of mine, if you're just stumbling across this podcast and you have no idea who I am and what my internet presence is all about, I wanted to give you a little synopsis about me. So I am 23 years old, currently residing right outside of Denver, Colorado. I moved here with my boyfriend of five years um, in August. So it's been quite a transformation, but overall one of the best decisions I've ever made for myself. The sunshine, the outdoors, the hiking, the snowboarding, everything here has brought me so much joy and just a deeper connection with myself. So I'm really, really glad that we decided to move and start this new chapter of our life. Like I mentioned, I've been dating my boyfriend for five years. We were long distance for about three and a half, almost four years through college. COVID kind of cut that short a little bit. So it was about three and a half years that we were long distance and it was definitely a learning process. I would love to talk about what I learned through long distance, but we will save that for another episode. I was born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio, and I went to Ohio State for college, graduated in May of 2020 in the middle of, or not the middle of, the start of the pandemic rather. And then I moved back to Cleveland for a year living on my own, which I briefly mentioned before, sent me into quite a spiral of depression and just struggling with being alone. I have since learned that I love and appreciate my alone time so much, but living alone just didn't really work for me. I do need that social interaction with someone else in my space on a daily basis. I also got a dog in this past year. She is my pride and joy, my absolute best friend, and that did help with the loneliness and being depressed when living alone, but living with my boyfriend, while it has been a bit of a challenge just adjusting to sharing my space with another person. It has been really beneficial for my mental health and just having someone to share my day and my space with has been lovely. So in terms of my journey with mental health and wellness, so I did mention that I graduated from Ohio State, but my freshman year of college, I went to Miami University, which if you know anything about it, it is in the middle of nowhere in Ohio. 
And I just really struggled with finding people who I felt aligned with who I wanted to be as a person. So making friends was not the easiest for me. I did try to join a sorority as Greek life is really big there, but it just wasn't for me. And around Thanksgiving, which was during my first semester of college, I decided that I wanted to transfer because I thought it was going to solve all of my problems. I would become a brand new person at a different school and find all these friends and live the college life that I imagined, partying, going out having a big social life so fast forward to fall of 2017 I transferred to Ohio State and I had a better time there but in the process of being at Miami I developed a lot of anxiety and was experiencing some depressive episodes but I truly had no idea what was going on I thought I was crazy because nobody in my life talked to me about mental health, mental illness, anything like that. I literally just thought that I was going insane and no one around me seemed to be experiencing those same symptoms. So again, I just thought I was crazy. After I transferred to Ohio State in fall of 2017, my circumstances didn't really change. I didn't really meet a lot of people. I was having a hard time socializing and finding a place that I fit in. So I was spending a lot of time in the gym. If you know anything about Ohio State, they have the largest student rec center in the country in terms of college campuses. So I spent most of my time there. If I wasn't in class or studying, I was at the gym and I did meet a few people that way. But at the time, it seemed like nothing was really working in my favor. And I started experiencing panic attacks. And the first couple that I had, I wasn't really sure what was going on. I thought there was something seriously medically wrong with me. I tried to get my roommates to take me to the hospital. Unfortunately, I did have roommates who also were struggling with their mental health but had professional help in the past. So having people around me who had experience with struggling with their mental health ended up being a really good thing for me because they helped me get help being dropped off for second semester, my dad dropped me off and I was literally putting my clothes in the washing machine in our laundry room and just started feeling really short of breath and panicky. I started crying. I was freaking out. I called my boyfriend and obviously he's miles and miles and miles away at a different school. He really couldn't do anything to help besides try to calm me down and eventually one of my roommates came home and she's like, hey, I think this is what's happening to you. I'm here for you tonight and tomorrow we can take you in and see if somebody at the student health center can help you out. So the next morning I went in, I begged, I pleaded, I cried to the woman who told me that I couldn't see anyone for a few weeks. I think she could sense I was in a pretty severe mode of panic and was able to squeeze me in with a therapist later that day and that's how I started my journey with therapy. I went and saw my therapist through Ohio State every other week for the remainder of that year and in the coming years my sessions did decrease. I went one to two times a month depending on what I felt I needed but I learned a lot in therapy and it was just such a pivotal moment for me and I'm really grateful for that time in my life. So that's kind of how I started my journey with mental wellness and in that time I had started my Instagram page sharing my workouts and it really caught traction after my sophomore year of college into my junior year and on top of sharing my workouts I was feeling really passionate about sharing my personal experience with mental health and how I went about seeking help and what I learned from seeking help and therapy and all of the tools that my therapist helped me create for myself. I wanted to share it with others because I figured that college is a really 
challenging time in your life as an 18 year old you're basically leaving home to go live with a bunch of kids your age and while it is such an incredible and freeing experience it can be really confusing and if you're like me and haven't really had a lot of conversations surrounding mental health growing up it can be really confusing when you start feeling that way So I really just wanted to share my experience, what I've learned, and how I was handling my mental health day-to-day on my platforms, and that's kind of how it all took off. So fast forward a few years, and here we are. I've got a lot of experience under my belt with anxiety, depression, and I really just want to share my lessons, my tools, my thoughts, and have a couple fun guests on the podcast to talk about all things mental wellness. These days, I really just focus on my everyday wellness from the physical to the mental to the emotional by sharing journal prompts, yoga flows, workouts, outdoor activities, all the different things that I like to do to manage and keep up with my mental wellness. And also, if you know me, you know that I absolutely love to talk. So I thought the medium of podcasting would be perfect for me. And here we are. So that was kind of the long story long of who I am and how I've gotten to where I am today. So thanks for sticking around and listening to that. And and now we can jump into the topic of today's episode, and that is habits over goals in 2022, what that means to me, how I'm implementing it, some of the habits I'm focusing on this year, and what I'm hoping they will bring me. So yeah, I'm really excited to kick this episode off, so let's get into it. If you've been following me on Instagram, you've seen me post a couple times, and I've just finished up reading the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. I absolutely loved it. I bought it for my little sister a year or two ago for Christmas because I heard really good reviews, but I had never read it myself, and she brought it home for me over Christmas break and recommended that I read it in the new year, and I'm so glad that I did. I've seen a ton of other people, influencers and non-influencers, posting on Instagram or their Snapchat stories or whatnot that they're reading this book at the beginning of the year. So if you're looking for a book to kick off your new year, I think this is a great one. It really got me in a good mindset, a good headspace for the new year, making me feel really capable of reaching my goals and setting habits that are going to get me there. I kind of strayed away from self-help books in 2021 because I feel like sometimes they can be discouraging. They're just very general, sometimes a challenge to apply to everyone's life. So I just kind of took a step back from them and read a lot of nonfiction books. But For my first book this year, I picked up the Atomic Habits book, and I'm so happy that I did because it just really was a breath of fresh air for self-help books and is making me feel like I might pick up a few more in the future. So the basis of this book, he talks about setting small doable habits that will lead you to achieving your bigger goals. I really liked this idea because in the new year, we're kind of fed this idea that we have to set these massive goals and major resolutions like never eating any junk food for the rest of the year. I'm going to work out for an hour every single day or, you know, just very extravagant goals that when you look at them on paper, they sound great and they get you motivated for one, two days, maybe a week or so. And then you start to feel really discouraged because they seem super out of reach. This book focuses on the little things that you can do every day, how to add good habits into your routines that you already have established, how to minimize bad habits, make it harder for you to turn towards those bad habits or those coping mechanisms that you have that you might not really like about yourself or that you don't feel bring you the 
the best energy that you can be serving yourself. So I've resolved to not set too many big goals in 2022, but rather set little habits and commit to doing them every single day. I just posted a video on YouTube of my 2022 wellness and work goals, but they're more focused around habits like posting a YouTube video once a week, posting a podcast episode once a week, things like that. And I think it's a really encouraging and beneficial way to look at the goals that you want to reach. I want to grow the podcast and grow my YouTube, but instead of saying, I want 250,000 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the year, I'm committing to, I'm going to film, edit, and post one YouTube video a week, and that consistency over time is going to get me to where I want to be. So this book covers four different laws of creating a habit, and I'm going to read them to you and kind of give you a, give you an example of how I'm implementing them for my 2022 goals and habits. So the first law is make it obvious. The second law is make it attractive. The third law is make it easy. And the fourth law is make it satisfying. So one of my 2022 wellness goals is to read 52 books this year. So I really got into the habit of reading last year, but I would really only do it when I felt like it rather than making it a habit every single day. A practical way for me to make it obvious is to read books that I enjoy, purchase books and reserve books at the library about topics that I really want to learn about and challenge myself with. If there's an author that I really like, making an effort to read more of their books. So by choosing a book by an author that I obviously already like, I'm more likely to read the book, enjoy the book, and finish the book and want to continue reading, keeping that momentum up. Because I enjoyed the last book so much, I'm motivated to pick up another one. The second law is make it attractive. So in this chapter, he talks about habit stacking, which basically means like if you want to start doing one thing in the morning, try to sandwich it between two solid habits you already have or putting it before or after a satisfying habit that you already have. For example, take a greens powder in the morning or take your supplements or be better at taking your vitamins. Do it before you have your coffee so that the coffee is a reward for taking that green juice or taking your supplements and vitamins in the morning. That's kind of the gist of habit stacking. So in my case, I want to be better at reading. So in order for me to stack that habit, I'm going to insert the habit of reading after I've done my skincare and before I fall asleep at night. So I'm going to read for 20 minutes after I do my skincare and before I fall asleep. And same thing in the morning. I'm going to brew my coffee and sit down and read my book as I drink my coffee. Those are two ways to make the habit of reading really attractive and something that I want to do every day. The third law is make it easy and he talks about walking slowly but never backwards and I really like this idea because it's more important to be taking small slow steps in the direction you want to head instead of turning the other direction and running the opposite way and not working towards your goals. So for me making it easy means not only picking out books that I like and that I find enjoyable to read but also making it super accessible for myself to read so for me that means leaving the book out on the counter the night before so it's right next to my coffee when i wake up in the morning and start to brew my coffee 
Another way that I'm making this really easy is by using Book of the Month Club. I've been using Book of the Month Club for a few months now. This isn't sponsored by any means, although if anyone from Book of the Month Club is listening and you want to get in contact with me, please do because I absolutely love your subscription service. I tell all my friends about it. I share on Instagram all the time. I'm sure some of you have seen me talk about it before, but it makes it really easy because I don't have to go to the bookstore to try to shuffle through the hundreds of shelves of books to find a book that I like. It's all digital you go on your phone once a month and you pick from a selection of five books at the beginning of the month that they have to offer as your book of the month and you're also able to pick and add books to your box from a huge collection of books that they have in their warehouses so i've read so many great trending books from this last year and i have so many on my list to pick up this year and read so i'm really enjoying that service and it makes it super easy i don't have to drive to the bookstore i don't have to shuffle through the books it's also less expensive than buying books at the bookstore so that's another plus of book of the month club i'll try to figure out how to leave a link in the show notes to my book of the month referral code again not sponsored anybody who has an account has a referral code but i do believe it gets you a discount on your first month of a subscription so if you guys want to check that out and join me in my reading goals for this year book of the month club is a great option so that's how i'm making it easy for myself and the fourth law is make it satisfying and so for me that means reading books that i like and something else that doesn't necessarily relate to the actual act of reading but something that i see every single day in my own apartment is my bookshelf i absolutely love putting my books on display and i try not to display them on my shelf until i've read them I leave them in a pile in my closet like books to be read and then when they're done they can go on the shelf and I can walk by my shelf every single day and it's so satisfying to see all of the books that I've read thus far and it's also satisfying to see the empty spaces where the books I have yet to read will be placed once I've completed them so that's a really satisfying thing for me. It's kind of like the satisfaction of checking things off your to-do list. It just makes you feel really accomplished and it's a great way to reward yourself for sticking to your habits. I've really been trying to apply the principles of this book to other habits in my life like getting up early, taking a walk for the sunrise, setting a night routine, habits that I know will improve my overall well-being which is my big focus of 2022 and this book has just been a great way to kick it off so, so I wanted to share what I've learned with you and how I'm applying it in my everyday life. And I hope that that inspired some of you to either go pick up the book or set some habits yourself. I do believe he has a website. The author's name is James Clear. Again, the book is called Atomic Habits. And I do think that he's referenced a website a couple times in the book. I can't remember off the top of my head what it is, but I think you can read more about what the book's about on this website. So I think if you just Google Atomic Habits and the author's name, you'll be able to find what I'm talking about. In future episodes, I'm going to be answering some questions at the end of the episode. I'll put a question box up on my Instagram, but I haven't announced that this podcast is launching, and so I obviously didn't want to put on my Instagram story like, hey, ask me questions for the podcast. But every single week, probably on Wednesdays or Thursdays when I'm recording this podcast, keep your eyes open. I'm going to be putting question boxes up on my Instagram for taking mental health and wellness questions for the podcast so you guys can submit them there and I will answer your questions every single week. Overall, my focus for 2022 is setting and sticking to habits that really benefit my overall wellness and 
and put me a couple steps closer to the person that I want to be. One last thing I want to talk about in the book that really stuck with me was him talking about motion versus action. So motion is like, okay, I want to get this podcast up. So I'm going to research the podcast, write out an outline, buy the podcast equipment, make the Instagram page for the podcast, and a bunch of little things that are going to set me up to actually record the podcast. But the action itself is sitting down to talk into my phone and record this podcast. He really drives into the fact that motion is great, but it doesn't really get you anywhere. You have to actually take the action to make it habitual. And it's not about having the most perfect podcast set up and all of my graphics ready to go and the description box is ready to go and everything before I sit down to do the podcast. What really matters is showing up and taking that action, showing up and recording this podcast showing up and filming a YouTube video, showing up and editing a YouTube video, showing up and reading my book in the morning and the evenings. That's what really counts. It's more about the repetition than it is feeling prepared enough to complete the action. So motion is great and it can be helpful, but action is what is most important. And that has really been in the forefront of my mind since I've read it. And I just keep coming back to when I'm sitting down to do something, I ask myself, am I motioning towards the action? Am I working on getting prepared to do the actual action or am I doing the actual action? For example, I have put off recording this podcast by trying to make the graphics, trying to research what I need to do before I can publish and all these things instead of just sitting down and talking into the microphone and actually recording the podcast. Is it going to be perfect? No, but the only way I can improve is by taking that action multiple times to complete the repetitions and improve on my craft. I know that I'm going to look back at this podcast episode one day and cringe because I've put in so many repetitions since then and improved my craft that this is going to seem very amateur. And you know what? That's okay. I'm sitting here with a huge smile on my face because I'm already proud of the person that I'm going to transform into through these habits and actually taking that action. So I wanted to leave you with that thought. It's all great and grand to talk about what habits we want to do and trying to prepare ourselves to get there. Taking that action and completing the repetitions is what's really going to solidify the habit. Thank you guys so much for listening. Any feedback you have for me, share on Instagram, leave reviews on Apple Podcasts. I think that you can leave stars on Spotify now. So any reviews that you have for me are so greatly appreciated. Constructive criticism without being too rude (laughs) is also appreciated. And I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. Thank you guys so much. Again, if you want to follow me on social media and keep an eye out for those question boxes, if you have questions you'd like to hear me answer, you can follow me on Instagram at NatBeFit. You can also follow the Your Mind Matters podcast at yourmindmatters.pod on Instagram. So thank you guys so much for listening and I will catch you next week. Bye.